Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another Morph Monday episode of Shelf Aware. And on Saturday, the very hungry taxon ate through one piece of chocolate cake, one ice cream cone, one Siberian tiger, one grizzly bear, one gorilla, one andalite, one human controller, and several miles of dirt. That night, he had a stomach ache. I'm Anna. I'm Em. This week on Shelf Aware, it's a Morph Monday. You already said that, I think, but... That's okay. It bears repeating. My intro was long. (laughs) I forgot where we were at. We're reading Animorphs number 43, The Test. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Back to our boy Tobias. Toby. Yes. Um... What did you think of this one? Um, it wasn't the worst, for sure. No. I would say high end of the scale for a ghost-written book, middle tier overall. Yes. Um, even, I think, on the scale of, like, Tobias being in his feels about mm-hmm. stuff, um, this is very, like, <laughs> mid-level for him. Yeah. Like, this is just baseline Tobias uh-huh. struggling to deal with all kinds of shit (laughs) although i do think we got a very interesting um aspect of tobias here which we had kind of seen in the other torture book um Mm -hmm. that there was some weird sexual tension stuff in this book between tobias and somebody not rachel with taylor yeah there was some weird stuff with taylor in this book that um very interesting vibes i will say that yeah, I think she was definitely doing the whole, like, sexy female villain mm-hmm. thing. Like, really amping that up. I think that also there was some stuff on Tobias's end, which was coded in a certain way. To Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh. Yes. I didn't catch any yes. of the Tobias being horny on me. Yeah, I think Tobias was secretly horny for Taylor. I think... But oh, we'll have no. to talk about it when we get there. Dang. That'll be two two books back to back. This one and the yeah. next one where we're seeing some um straying hearts. Mm-hmm. Now I don't I don't think this was a I'll, I guess what I'm no. really saying is that if Rachel and Tobias break up, I'm gonna call KA Applegate to complain. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think they're gonna break up. I think that this is very met, much meant to be like a temptation sort of thing. Mm. But also I could very much see fan fiction being written about Taylor and Tobias based on this book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be real fucked up because of everything that oh, she for did sure. before this. But, but when has that ever stopped fan fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the dark romance side of things. But yeah, I guess I well, let's just I want to talk about it so I can hear about all the times that Tobias was horny and I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, Tobias is kind of down. He's thinking about the torture and all that. Um, and then he kind of stumbles upon a search party looking for a deaf child that has gone missing. Tobias finds the child because Tobias has those special hawk eyes that can see anything and everything. And he's able to lead the father back to the child by doing thought speech. And the dad is like, OMG, this genius hawk is talking to me. And he finds his kid. And as Tobias is celebrating this small victory, he's attacked by a golden eagle and knocked unconscious. This beautiful hawk has found my boy. Thank you, hawk. <laughs> Thank you, Hawk. Thank you, Super Hawk. Hawk. Whatever that is, they're not calling him. Going to question it. Not at all. <laughs> Good thing that guy wasn't a Yerk, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, Tobias wakes up in an operating room at a vet's office where they are currently working to heal his wounds. Um, they're just normal people, normal vets. He discovers because the vets are talking because they don't think that a hawk could understand them. They're just talking. That the dad blabbed to the newspaper about this magical hawk that saved his son. And Tobias is like, oh, shit, the Yerks are going to read the newspaper and instantly know that that was one of the Bandalites. I put everybody at risk. I fucked up. I got to leave. Mm-hmm. I got to go. Um, but as he's, like, struggling to fly away, the vets are like, ah, 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 we're going to sedate you, you naughty bird, if you don't calm down. And Tobias instantly calms down. And they don't think that's weird at all. And they lock <laughs> him in a cage. And Tobias is like, I guess I have to sit here and wait it out. Good thing I am a hawk and not a person in morph. Excellent. (laughs) There's also kind of this like through line in this book that I don't know if we've really seen before of Tobias being like, yeah, I could have 
turned back into a human back when I became a Nothlet. Like, I feel like this is the first time he's kind of like, because we've always been like, we've been told that he became a hawk. He got stuck down there. If he turned human, like he would have been spotted and game over. Right. So he stayed as a hawk. But in this, he's kind of like proposing this alternative theory where he's like, I didn't really try very hard to not get stuck yes, as a hawk. where he's really doubting, like, was the situation that dire? Like, could I have left or was I just scared? Which kind of seems like victim blaming himself to me, like survivor's guilt sort of vibe of like, oh, I could have if I just tried harder. And it's like, no, baby, no. But like, also, it is interesting that this is kind of just now coming up at book 43. Yeah, yeah. Though I guess he has had a couple years to ruminate on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of torture. He was just a young 13-year-old out on his first morphing adventure. Yeah. I probably would have hid too, man. No shame. Also, like, the the story has always been that he hid and could not safely get away. But now he's yes. like, oh, well, maybe I could have. And it's like, it doesn't seem like it. Like, from what has been described... But, yeah. okay, I guess we need more inner conflict for Tobias. Like, he doesn't have enough, so we're going to throw this in at book 43. Like, okay. <laughs> As if there wasn't enough shit going on in Tobias's mind. Right. One parent is an alien. The other one seemingly abandoned him. Aunt and uncle who don't love him. Bullied at school. Tortured. Can't be together with his girlfriend fully because he refuses to go to the bathroom to morph into human and re- demorph into hawk and back again. It's just life's hard. It's a lot. Um, that night, while at the vet office, some hork bajir infiltrate, and they're about to grab Tobias, but they're suddenly stopped by some human controllers. What? What is happening? And then also the bandalites show up. What? Why? And they all start fighting. And sometime during the fight, Taylor Taylor reveals herself. Taylor is the girl from... Was it just the previous Tobias POV where he so. got tortured, captured and tortured? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of baggage there. And the thing about Taylor to remember is that she decided to willingly become a controller because she was um, – she had, like, a lot of – what was it? Burn? Burn? Yeah. In, she, yeah, she, yeah. Her house caught on fire. And a lot of her um, – She had facial scarring and an arm that was either uh, – rendered useless or uh fully uh had to be removed i'm not sure which i can't remember because i know she now has a a prosthetic arm but yes yeah she has her go-go gadget arm and was very concerned with just like appearances um so she was led to the sharing and the sharing is like hey we can fix that for you just put the slug in your head and she's like okay great so she and her human counterpart had been working together um, last we had left. Taylor reveals herself. She she snatches up Tobias in the cage that he's in and just runs off with him, paralyzing him with nerve gas. But as that is happening, Tobias is able to acquire her. Um, Tobias then wakes up in a cage with some dragon beams pointing at him. And Taylor explains like, hey, you're in this cage. If you morph, the dragon beams are set to fire automatically. Like She said like they they can sense any movement. Which, yeah, I guess that's legit. I just, I was thinking, like, a pressure plate situation. Like, what is this technology that she's brought? I think the bigger question is if they can sense any movement and will fire, mm-hmm. and the Yerks have this technology, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why have they not installed it in other places? <laughs> that is an excellent question. <laughs> um, truly the best question I'm. I want to think that Taylor's bluffing about this because surely, surely, Visser Three would not be that dumb. But you know, he has done stupider things. I mean, it, it's hard to say at this point. It is extremely hard to say. Um, but Taylor explains uh, basically that she has, because of her fall from grace from the last time we encountered her, she has become a part of a group of Yerks that wants to end the war. And they want to move away from being conquerors and towards a more democratic society like the humans and Andalites have. Um, like, essentially, like, to live in 
um, harmony with our hosts or, you know, like the, the people that we have met before. We've already met several years that are actually like this. I was um, very confused by this whole pitch because to me, I don't think she ever said like, oh, we're going to be Democratic with our hosts. She was like, oh, yeah, we want to be more Democratic. We don't like the Visser situation. And the Animorphs yeah, all took like, we that. we hate the Empire. Yeah, and the Animorphs all took that to mean they wanted, like, democracy with their hosts. And I'm like, she never fucking said that. Y'all super jumped to that. Like, I don't think she oh, was I ever like, she did. I don't, I feel like she was just like, oh, we're, we want the Empire to crumble and we can't keep doing what we're doing. It's like okay. I might have just been filling in the gaps. Like, oh yeah, she wants to be like those people. Let me see. Um, we want to be more like you, Andalite. We need a structure that will transform us from rebels to leaders. We want to be more like Andalite society, even more like the humans. We want to move toward democracy, and we need your help to do it. Yeah. Sh- yeah, she didn't say shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, she does later at Borders. I don't know. I'm looking at the border section. She talks about the fucking pipeline. She doesn't talk about... Uh, yeah, they did jump to some conclusions mm-hmm. then, and I did too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's... Because the Andalites jump really hard to it, so it seems like she said something, but I don't think she ever says, like, oh, we're going to let all of our, our human morphs have a say. She just says democratic, which, like, I what mean, that mean, the founding fathers of America said that was democratic, too, and, like, three-fifths, right? So, like, yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of the situation here, but the Animorphs are just like, oh, I guess it's fine, and she wants to, I mean, like, they don't trust her, but they they assume that that's what she means, and I don't think she ever says that. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Like, y'all need to get your plans in writing, because you guys were all hyped on this, like, Oh, she wants to she wants a more democratic society and it's like, okay, that word doesn't necessarily mean what you guys are defining it as. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're taking a lot of liberties with that. But yeah, she's like, hey, come go to my website and leave a message on the guest book, I guess. Okay. <laughs> if you're good for this. Um, but you can go now. And she opens Tobias's cage and lets him go with like she like wrote down the website on a piece of paper. So I'm just imagining he has like a GeoCities URL <laughs> hanging from his beak. <laughs> like, I gotta go sign her guest book. Can we talk about again how fucking stupid everyone is? Because if I was Visser three because we find out, spoiler for the end of this book, she's working for Visser 3 the whole time. Um, but if I was Visser 3 you, and I wanted them to do all this shit, I would probably, I don't know, put some sort of tracking device in the on the paper maybe that he's holding on the fucking yeah. bird. Something, because like, they just let him go and he goes back to the Andalites. Like, that would have been very good information for you guys to have yeah what if they all just said no and then you never saw them again right and like what was this plan and then on the flip side like tobias don't go back to home base after you've been captured yeah, wait. by the enemy like so i guess he d- he goes to rachel's house first and then he goes like okay you're going to rachel's home that's even worse right, right. like go to fucking at least axis scoop because that can be moved right like yes. that doesn't affect other like civilians don't go to cassie's barn don't go to rachel's house don't go to fucking jake's house with the fucking yerk there like what are we doing <laughs> devise you're supposed to be smarter than this <laughs> he's just rattled taylor's in his head yeah yeah he's just been knocked unconscious several times That's so true, concussion he hasn't had a chance to morph that away or what the fuck ever. Whatever they are allowed to do now. I don't know. <laughs> now, if you if you suffer a brain injury, mm-hmm. um, because does that – is a brain injury going to be morphed and demorphed away? Because, like, we've had the – I don't know. I, just <laughs> I think, yes, because it's affecting your meats, I think is like, – So the whole brain does – yeah, we really have to – when we finish this, we really have to sit and be like, okay. What things – What isn't <laughs> – who is the Animorph? What part of you is Animorph yeah. and what part of you is Tobias? Like, I think – It's getting into some weird – Yeah, I feel like it's – I don't want to say it's their soul. Concussion – well, I mean, essentially that's what we're asking here. Yeah, it's like, but do like, Animorphs have souls? The concussion is like a – I mean, I, this is a huge oversimplification, but it's similar-ish to, like, a bruise for your brain, right? Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. because of force to your brain. So I feel like that's 
affecting the physicality in a way. Like, I know we've said, like, mental health stuff probably wouldn't be covered, like, depression and stuff. And I feel like that's because that's more, like, neurons firing off. But brain chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you morph and demorph, does that help your chemicals go the right way? (laughs) I don't think so, because I think that that's not an external stimuli that's been, Hmm. like, added to you like like a concussion is something happened to you I just hit myself in the head like to demonstrate um (laughs) I've never seen someone hit their head before could you do it again (laughs) it's like you know something has happened to your meat to affect it versus like brain chemistry stuff is like your base state right like okay (laughs) now what if someone had like clogged arteries or something oh that's a toughie <laughs> that's a toughie high cholesterol yeah I don't, well i mean like some cholesterol stuff is genetic right that's true so but are you like fully cleansed every time you demorph now i don't know i don't know if marco could get rid of rabies should we just should is morphing the cure for cancer now see that's interesting though because cancer is your own cells dividing at a rate that's you know like not good yeah Whereas rabies is, again, like an external thing that is coming Mm. into your system. But then going back to the cholesterol thing, it's like, okay, but cholesterol is an external thing. And I mean, like, this gets back to the whole, like... And, like, your own bones breaking. Yeah, yes. I mean, like, this is getting back to the fact that, like, if you morph and demorph and you get rid of viruses and bacteria that way, your entire biome would be fucked, right? So, like, it doesn't doesn't work. Because you have like bacteria in your body that are supposed to be there so like how yes, does morphine your differentiate flora. yeah so i don't i don't know i just it's it's a it's a brain tickler for sure <laughs> i need i need like the hard sci-fi version of, of uh-huh. morphs. i don't really because it would be like a 700 page book that just was an essay on physiology think about but... how long the morphing scenes would be oh my god every bone every muscle Uh i hate it so tobias goes back to the barn eventually um and he's like hey guys this is the plan or this is what i've learned and they agree that taylor is dangerous and that they can't necessarily trust her because as tobias says like taylor's whole shtick is she just wants power Mm -hmm. that's it so this is probably some sort of power grab we just aren't seeing the big picture Uh, But if all of us are working together, maybe we can somehow take advantage of the situation long enough to defeat Visser 3 once and for all. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Yeah, it would be great. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have literally had the same conversation 8 million times and it never works. It never works. You had your chance. Your chance. Well, you had two chances. Uh, No, mostly just one chance. It was the book where, where Marco became a snake. And bit this or three, and then our axe could not pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Just couldn't do it. How many times have they had this conversation where they're like, we're pretty sure it's a trap, but we're going (laughs) to go along with it anyway to see if we can get the upper hand. And they never get the upper hand. So it's like, guys, maybe if something is an obvious trap, just don't do it and see how that works out for once. Here's here's a very like crack fic series theories. What if Rachel in her bloodlust is just a master manipulator of these other children and she's she's the one pulling the strings to be like, "Yes, let's go into the very obvious trap so I can morph into the grizzly bear and eat so many people." I mean, she basically is doing that in this book. <laughs> You're saying it's a crack fic, but basically, like, partway through this book, everyone's like, well, what should we do? And Rachel's like, let's go with the option that lets us murder. And everyone's like, okay, wait, Rachel, okay. we get it. You're beautiful. We'll listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> so they post on the message board or guest book or whatever on this GeoCities website. They do this gag. I hate when I hate when books do this, mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, um, I made a mistake, but like in a way that's like really uninteresting is like, yeah, they had this whole thing where Axe just typed the URL incorrectly. And I'm like, why did, what did, why this did you add? have to include that in this book? What did this add? What was the, like, I get that it was like supposed to be a goof, but it's like, it wasn't funny. And it also, wasn't funny. Also like, it doesn't make sense how he typed it because it's like, 
the like and now I'm overthinking this and it's, it's super irrelevant to everything but I, <laughs> it's what it's what the book has given us so we have to we have to analyze this the 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 website is www.earthisours.com and he types in earthosaurus.com but like he added so many he letters. added so many letters and i'm looking at my keyboard and they're like not really that close to each other on the keyboard and the fact that like it's still a word more or less it's like it's not like he slipped like it's like he just yeah. added letters i it was a and it, it's not a good joke like earthosaurus it's, you made yeah. it a dino ah, ha, 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 ha. like what that's not even perhaps 14 fingers are four too many acts being uncharacteristically funny that wasn't funny it wasn't i feel like the, was the whole thing axe's joke i feel like the the ghostwriter who I don't think we've said was Ellen Giroux for this one but uh oh yeah she got to the end of the book and was like 50 words short of what K.A. had ordered and so she was just like <laughs> fine fucking goofs with the website Axe is gonna have a clumsy moment although in- incidentally have you gone to this website no I was just thinking I should is it an actual thing I don't know I haven't gone to it either all right, I'll try it. Do it. My keyboard Let's is. Let's all discover together. In a weird position. Earthosaurus. Oh, oops. I absolutely typed Earthosaurus. <laughs> I'll go to Earthosaurus. You go to Earthosaurus. Okay. Earthosaurus.com is for sale. You can buy it now for $2,495. Somebody, somebody out there is doing a great job doing the Lord's work, doing Applegate's <gasps> work because they have. Uh, I feel like this is a, hold on. Oh my God. I love it. I think it's an, maybe it's another. Yeah. I um, think it's another podcast. Yeah. Good work. Anamorphology. Cause they, I guess, snapped up that URL. And that's amazing. The triumph will be ours. That's all. It is. Anyway. Um, very good. Very good joke. Very, that was a good goof. This in the book, I, I just, I, it's a pet peeve, I know, but like, why do, why do authors do this? Like, I don't, I don't give a shit about your little typo. It took, I know it took me five seconds to read or less, but it really bothered me for a lot longer than that. Clearly, we're talking about it now, several days uh, after the fact. Uh, but yeah, I do, I, I find this a lot in, in books, and maybe that's something about the books I read. I don't know. <laughs> I just hate it. <laughs> I, I was reading this totally off topic i was like reading a fanfic a while back that was like the characters kept mishearing what each other was saying Ugh. and so the characters would be like what did you say and then they would repeat it and then the other character would be like oh okay and i'm like what it's it's like one of those things where it's like we know typos and mishearings happen but like you don't need to do them in books yeah it's kind of like going to the bathroom like we know it happens you don't, don't have to, to go into it everything i don't need that much realism yeah thank you though for your efforts, I suppose. Um, so they Taylor's like, hey, meet me at Borders. And I got sad because I used to fucking love Borders. Nah, it was a Barnes Greatest and Noble girl store. through and through. Who would have thought? <laughs> Back in the very day. very serious. The, book, the bookstore wars mm-hmm. of the early 2000s. I didn't like how Borders organized their, uh, their YA section. I didn't like how Barnes and Noble was green. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Uh, so Taylor tells Tobias the rest of the plan. Okay, so here's the thing, though. is like Tobias is like, I need a human morph. I can't go in as me. That would be dumb. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to – so we need to become humans to go here. And everyone's like, oh, can't be us because we only are ourselves. So I'm like, y'all have been picking up humans here and there. You do realize that, right? Like that, uh, that book where Marco was like chasing his mom down after he skipped school, he definitely became that big guy that was in her office. Like he could have been that dude. Also, didn't they, like, at one point acquire a human who was a controller? Wasn't that a thing? Am I misremembering that? When they, when they had the, 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 the teacher, the teacher who was, like, on t- oh, yeah. for, for peace. Didn't they acquire him? Am I misremembering that? I might be. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't want to do the research for it. They do have human morphs, though. Yes. And this was the first time, though, that, that there was, like, a weird thing between Taylor and Tobias because um, he walks up as her, except... Yeah, he morphs Taylor. ...without the uh, reconstructive surgery. And 
waxes poetically about how beautiful he is as Taylor. And then oh my um, gosh. she's like, it says, she spun around surprised and off guard. Her mouth dropped open. She was face to face with herself. And for a second, I'd trumped her. She was mine. Like, on its own, that wouldn't be damning. But I want everyone to put a pin in that. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I did find this interesting of like Tobias being portrayed in the novels as like this is outcast awkward uh maybe not super physically attractive kid on the covers of the books he looks perfectly fine um but he being a beautiful woman or beautiful girl they're not even women beautiful girl and like he's like is this how rachel feels all the time yeah that was weird that was a weird vibe this is getting weird like i i get like maybe this is leaning into that like really early 2000s feminism of like girl power you know mm-hmm. but it was like <laughs> it's just weird to read from the perspective of a third or 15 year old boy the power a beautiful woman has over the minds of men like okay all right calm yeah. down i mean this also gets well and the fact that like commented on like high school and older men mm. like taking notice too and i was like we're not that's gross mm, not a fan <laughs> It also gets back into the whole, like, vibes from the first Taylor book where, like, Taylor was kind of, like, the dark mirror to Rachel where, like, they keep bringing up, like, how beautiful Taylor is compared Mm -hmm. to Rachel and, like, how they're both such, like, strong, pretty girls and whatever. But then, like, Mm -hmm. Taylor has, you know, this dark, evil, like, personality and whatevs. Um, So, again, like, I want all of this, all of this, keep these pots simmering on the back burners of your minds, guys. I just want to, you know, paint a, paint a picture here. (laughs) Of the vibes. Profiling Tobias. Um, so Taylor tells Tobias the rest of the plan that she needs the bandalites to morph into something that can dig a bunch of tunnels, dig, dig a tunnels above the year pool. <laughs> How dare you? And <laughs> basically uh, she has the means to pump a bunch of gas into the year pool and then they're going to just blow it up. And that's her whole plan. Um, while she's explaining this to Tobias, uh, her her personality her human kind of pops out and is like no don't believe her um and taylor has to really struggle to not taylor but the year has to really struggle to get back in control of the body Mm -hmm. um so this is like a really big hint to tobias that maybe you should not go along with this but he does he's like oh Uh, it's probably just because i'm like worried about her being a torturer it's probably i'm overreacting yeah okay no tobias not you're not um the big the big reveal here though is that uh tobias is like hey we don't have any morphs that can dig dig a ton of really quickly because it took us like three months as moles to get down to the yurk pool the last time we did this and she's like oh no i got that morph for you baby you're all gonna turn into taxons (laughs) (laughs) disgusting (laughs) anything to do with taxons i'm like please stop why did you create this devilish thing i I don't understand it's terrible Tobias relays this information to the rest of the group and Cassie is like nope I'm out I'm not doing this mission with you guys Taylor wants to kill a bunch of human controllers and innocent yerks um this is like the first time I was like Cassie is being used effectively yeah right I was like this is exactly what Anna is always arguing for of Cassie needs to just sit it out and I'm like yes. yeah this worked this is good this is this was effective Cassie because then like also at the end like things go really badly for her and that kind of sucked but like her she's like putting her foot down she's like no I th- these are my morals I'm not gonna cross this line with you guys because she brings up some interesting points of like hey these yerks like they've been uh they've been consuming yerk propaganda for who knows how long they don't know anything else we can't just go in and murder a bunch of yerks and then also there's a bunch of humans down there dudes come on like you're just gonna kill all those people and, and everyone else is like well yeah and Rachel's like absolutely we are yeah she's like Cassie Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't I don't understand what the question is. No. Nowhere in this plan does anyone mention like, oh yeah, and also Visser 3 will be down there and he'll probably die. It's just like this is the plan. We're going to blow up the Yurk pool. Don't don't remember the fact that I promised you Visser 3's head on a platter. <laughs> so, Cassie's out. Tobias morphs into Axe. Axe gives him like a little haircut so they don't look exactly alike. Um, and together the two of them take the taxon morph, which is super gross. 
Um, Tobias goes first, and he has, like, these uncontrollable urges to eat everybody, all his friends and everybody there. So it's like they're digging, and um, Taylor joins them after a while. And I do want to they're all to, just hanging uh, out underground. Bring our attention to another quote here. Yes, um, please do. When Taylor arrives on the scene, uh, she sneaks up on them, uh, and he describes her clothes and how her hair looks and says it was a now new look the time. goodbye preppy hello soldier we stared and then she's like i'm not here to be gawked at so again not damning by itself but just continue mm. continuing to add to this this melange man what is rachel doing during this? i think she's like, not there at that moment i think it's mm. just accent tobias at that moment yikes um yeah, so Tobias morphs and he starts digging the tunnel. He just digs and digs and digs. He's eating and pooping out dirt like a worm. Then his two hours are up and he trades places with Axe. And Axe is like, oh, yeah, by the way, you can, like, go into this hibernation mode so that you don't feel the urge to eat everything and then just dig and eat and poop. Um, and you won't feel like you're going to eat our friends. And Tobias is like, why didn't you tell me that? before i morphed and axe is like i don't know and then he just like goes down in the tunnel it kind of backfires on him because he's like so detached from whatever is happening with the taxon body that he eats himself to exhaustion so they all have to go down and rescue axe and bring him back up now i also want to point out another quote and this is i think the most damning of the quotes from the section in which tobias is uh feeling the bloodlust and okay I want you to read this or hear this and think of it in the context of vampire romances, okay? Because oh, I think that yes. will I think that will get you to what I'm seeing here. Is he looking at her neck? But then I saw something else, some something that made even the taxon stop. My legs froze. Taylor, dressed in a tank top and soft, thin cotton khakis. Her clothes would melt in my mouth. Her soft pink shoulders beckoned to be devoured. Okay, look, I understand (laughs) that they're children, but if you have read any, any sort of any uh, paranormal fantasy romance Mm -hmm. stuff, listen, guys, eating people is a metaphor for sex. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this. (laughs) But like 100% like and the way it's described of melt in my mouth and her soft pink shoulders beckoned to be devoured. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to take away from that, except that I believe that what is being set up here is Taylor as both uh, seductress in a a. a temptress a temptress in both terms of because eventually she is like join the dark side tobias to tobias um mm-hmm. so i think it's that but it's also setting her up as like this femme fatale where tobias has this weird attraction to her and i'm not saying because yes tobias was tortured by her so i don't think that applegate is going so far as to be like he actually wants to have sex with this girl but i think that it's like this vibe of like all of these innate desires and like the whole thing that Tobias is, right? Of it's like, like real Raylo, isn't it? it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> of like this. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you've said it, and now it's here, and we have to. Sit and now with it's it. here, and we have to acknowledge it. And I, uh, I, this is the end of the Last Jedi. <laughs> I yes, I, I feel like that is the vibe that is being set up of not just like Taylor being like. Because that, like, Taylor's not really offering Tobias anything, right? Like, aside from, like, yeah. give in to the dark side, join the dark side, right? And I think that mm-hmm. there's this weird, I don't want to say fully sexual, but, like, hinting at sexual component to it. Yeah. Well, we've kind of we've kind of talked in the past, too. Like, Tobias has always been, like, slightly characterized as lecherous, I think. Like, the ways he's talked about Rachel in the past, too, of, like, Remember that one book where he's like, she's a beautiful girl, and I knew she would grow up to be a beautiful woman. Yeah, like, he just does. Like, the way Tobias describes women is like, <laughs> Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of that is just, like, we've talked about also in the past, like, adult authors trying to write middle school attraction, yeah. and it's, like, middle school, high school attraction. And it's like, yeah, okay, this isn't really how 
like this age group thinks of each other and crushes and such but like also you can't write about it in a more mature way because that would be fucking weird so you're kind of like left with this weird like either it's lecherous or it's like a grandpa sort of like oh you're gonna be a beautiful young lady one day sort of vibe of like just completely disconnected from like how actual kids (laughs) talk and think about each other but yeah I think I think that's kind of the thing right of like like you can't be explicit with an Animorphs book you can't be like Tobias was horny for Taylor because like uh, his brain got super fried up in the torture thing and now it's like all fucked up and he's having these weird pleasure like, pain yeah Which exactly yeah because that was a she big was pushing part of, a lot of buttons yes that was a big part of that book right of like trying to intermingle pleasure and pain and i think that that's kind of like what's going on here is like he's like she's so evil and i'm into it like i think that that's yes. kind of the vibe and no one has talked to Tobias no. about what he's been through. No. Like, and it's actually hinted at this book that Jake has expressly forbidden any of the other Andalites from, or Bandalites from bringing up mm-hmm. the torture that Tobias went through out for like Tobias's sake, I guess. But like, that just makes him feel worse about I'm it. Sure, and it's just like he, he needs, needs a, a therapist. hawk therapist. <laughs> he needs a hawk therapist. I don't. Ugh. But what can you do? Like. Axe can only can only talk about so many things, I guess. He's not an expert on everything. That's all women's stuff. Science, you know? Mm-hmm. It's women's stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, that's my Taylor sexual yeah, attraction no, theory. I buy that. Yeah, Taylor is uh, Ben Solo. And yeah. <laughs> no, she's not. She's, sorry, she's Kylo Ren. Yeah. And then Tobias is Tobias Skywalker. <laughs> Swift wins Skywalker at your service. <laughs> <laughs> no he's not my dad i just i just really like that whole family so i thought I, you know they're all dead they're not using the last name i'll take it i'll borrow it's fine, it. it's fine. <laughs> who's gonna stop me i'm the not only them. They're dead. <laughs> no not really though because it was whatever i'm not gonna get into star wars i don't want people yelling at me um for the record i, I like it <laughs> i have no beef for the record i still haven't seen the last movie of the most recent trilogy <laughs> <laughs> which is also fine last jedi was so good oh my god i said it now everyone's gonna hate us Ugh. um the bandalites are then sadly betrayed we all saw it coming taylor somehow has signaled for somebody to turn the gas on early i had no idea what was happening here okay don't know it's like the gas starts blowing and everyone's in the tunnels like Ooh, they can't control where they're going they're so and covered in gas <laughs> everything's about to blow up tobias as a taxon is trying to push all 100 of his taxon legs up against the wall or something to slow everyone down i don't know i was confused about the space of it too because i'm just like how yeah. big is this tunnel like i guess taxons are fairly large I don't know. I don't know. But so was a grizzly bear. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing. Rachel right? was there was a grizzly bear. They're all morphed in their battle morphs. And they're just blowing around in these tunnels that Axe dug. Because he just, when he was in his hibernation mode, he just aimlessly traveled in the dirt and ate. Um, but then they end up in, in a sewer and the gas shuts off. And they're like, wow, how'd that happen? I don't know. Not going to question it. Let's go home. But there's um, also a part where, like, Tobias... Uh, and I might be getting confused with bits and pieces here, but there's the part where t- Tobias goes down and sees the Yerk pool with Taylor. Yes. And is that before or after this? I think that's like right when right. the betrayal. I don't know. I can't remember. It's yeah. Cause the, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because a, it's the moment where she's like, join the dark side and B she's like, I feel a darkness in you. Yeah. And B- we would be so good together. Let me put a yerk in you. <laughs> we can rule together. Um, and B there's like, Tobias notices that there's, Oh, all of the controllers who are like, de-yerked for the moment and they're all like crying and screaming and whatever but then there's like this weird group that's just kind of chill and hanging out there and like silence and just like contemplative and not in a way that a like voluntary controller would be because they're all like woo party we love being controllers so he's like hmm so strange wonder what's going on with that yes so they do go to the source of the gas to find out what happened and it's later revealed to Tobias because he doesn't stick around to find out but it's re- revealed to him by Rachel later that while the Bandalites were on their 
Stupid tax on mission. Cassie actually did some regular ass investigating where she's like, hey, we know some Yerks who are freedom fighters. I'm going to go to them and ask them, like, hey, what's this plan with Taylor and killing Visser 3? Yeah. Like, and they were all like. She got permission to warn them to not, like, go down to the Yerk pool during this plan. Yes. And they were like, oh, well, that sucks because we're all already at the Yerk pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so. They were like, well, we all, as a group, decide to go and eat on the same days. Um, I don't know why. That seems foolish to me. Like, if you're all there on the same day seems and like this happens exact or thing one of you gets happen. captured, yeah. that's dumb. Um, but, yeah, so they we all go to eat on the same day. I guess it's a social thing. Um, <laughs> and Taylor's plan was to essentially just they were going to blow up the Yerk pool while the Freedom Yerks were all there. And it would get rid of them and the Bandalites. And then they could, like, kind of pin the whole thing on the Freedom Yerks somehow. But also, like, if they know that the Freedom Yerks all come on the same day and they know what day that is. Just just snatch them. Just snatch them. Also, like. How can you not know which Yerks they are? It's the ones that are behaving all, like, super calm and collected and, like, just kind of chilling. Like, you guys. if you know that much information about them, how do you not know who they are? I don't under I don't understand. How are you tracking the movements of a mystery? What's going on here? What the hell? <laughs> like were they writing each other secret letters and Visser Three <laughs> intercepted one and was like, Ah, oh, I see the freedom fighters are all going to meet on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> they eat on Sunday. Let's blow them Let's up on a Sunday. Blow them up on a Sunday. <laughs> And then that plan doesn't work, but I guess we're not, like, surely someone, once they know there are freedom fighters, would, like, I don't know, look around at the other controllers and see what's up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. You're exci- it has to be just pure luck that they've been able to dominate so many other ra- races of aliens. I don't. Complete trash <laughs> behavior. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Cassie sadly also th- so she went to like wherever this gas valve was and it was of course surrounded by human controllers and she had to kill all of them. So let's talk uh, about that for a moment cuz yeah. It doesn't say she that killed sucked them. for her. It says it very specifically goes out of its way this book to leave like some wiggle room with it because they're like let me find the page hold on. Then I saw the bodies, human bodies Maybe half a dozen. Blah, 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 blah. They were on the losing end of one very fierce battle. None seemed conscious. So, like, they don't say none seemed alive. They say conscious, which makes it seem like, oh, maybe she knocked him out. But then, like, the Yerks are wriggling around on the floor. So, like, they're dead. They're fully dead, right? Like, there's no way these controllers are still alive. Right. But, like... Just say that then. Don't do this bullshit. Yeah. Like, there's no way that Cassie would completely completely be breaking down about it if she hadn't killed them. Because she has injured people before and mm-hmm. that's been okay. Like, that's not crossing the line. Yeah. But she, like, murdered them, right? Like, that's what happened. Yeah, just like that cop at the beginning yeah, of the series. Like, I'm pretty sure Cassie has the highest body count of anyone in the series. Yes, I agree. I think she does, too. I think she is being punished for being put in the situation of being, like, the peacekeeper. And she always has to kill people because of that. And, like, it's interesting, uh, narratively, once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all right. Uh, And then then the book ends with Tobias and Rachel are having a heart-to-heart, where basically Rachel is like, it's okay that Cassie had to kill a bunch of people and was probably traumatized now because it was the lesser of two evils. You know, the two evils, the decision that we all did to make <laughs> to make the situation possible where Cassie would have to kill. Um, you know, she she chose not she chose not to join us in that in that plan. So she chose the lesser of two evils. And the past is the past. Can't change it. Have to kill the past. Yep. I Rachel's just, a great friend. I, Rachel's such a good friend. Really, truly. The, I don't, I feel like these books are getting so muddy with what the fuck the moral is supposed to be because we're mm-hmm. like getting to the end. And I think all of the ghostwriters are like nervous. Like, okay, we can't say anything hard because we don't know what side Applegate's going to land on. So we're just going right. to kind of throw something out there about the past being the past and that, like, there's the lesser of two evils, even though that doesn't make sense. And, like, you have to follow your gut instinct, I guess, even though Tobias didn't and could have and shouldn't have. Like, it's just, it, none, nothing makes sense anymore. <laughs> like, yes, I agree. Or else it's just, like, 
sorry, I dropped something. Or else it's just like people that are on very like, just have very different political beliefs or even like morality of like what, what is okay in a war and what isn't. It's just like, not everybody was on the same page in their own personal beliefs, nor were they on the same page of what the Andalites believe or Bandalites yeah, believe. Yeah, I think like some of them are coming down like way more hard on the side of like, it is be- you ha- every life is precious and you must preserve every life and it must be like weighted heavily and considered. And some of them are like, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. And it's like, all right, we get it. Some of y'all watch Star Wars and some of y'all watch Star Trek. Like, I understand that <laughs> we need to come together and have a conversation about, like, what we actually want to be saying to the children in this moment. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But overall, yeah, I think it was this is a uh, one of the better ghost written books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely better than the last few we've gotten. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's been... A rough few weeks. Yes. <laughs> Extremely. So who was your most valuable morph then this week? Uh, Cassie. Gotta give it to Cassie. She killed so many people. I resist giving it to Cassie um, just because I wanted to give it to Tobias. <laughs> yeah, boy. My boy Toby. Um, yes, I... He didn't really... Do, I, he didn't... He kind of messed up, though. So it is Cassie. <laughs> Cassie was like, let's slow down. Let's not agree to Taylor's plan immediately. She's, let's go investigate things before we commit. All right, I just have to kill people now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cassie was, was uh, stayed the course, did the right thing here, you know, mm-hmm. doing her best. And was punished for it. Got punished for it, but. Punished for not being impulsive. Sad. Sad. <laughs> uh, morbid moment. Um, I feel like I had a lot of them in this book, but now I can't remember a single one. Um, yeah. So I guess they weren't that morbid. Uh, <laughs> the parts where uh, T- Tobias was like, am I a coward? Those were pretty sad. Yeah. Um, I always hate everything to do with taxon. So mm. the whole like morphing into one and having that urge to eat and almost eating everybody around him. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucked. Yeah, not great. Not the best. <laughs> I mean, Tobias books are always like tinged with so much, so much depression. Angst. Yes, yes, he's angst supreme. Mm-hmm. Mm. Serious theories then. Okay, I what think the fact that Taylor has come back means mm-hmm. that she is being positioned as like a secondary bad here, like not the big okay. bad, but like she's gonna be dealt with by the end of the series. I think. And I am, I'm predicting, this is another one where I hope this doesn't come true, but I'm going to predict that if Taylor is dealt with by the end of the series in some way, she is going to be disfigured again. I think that that's going to be like her karmic punishment of like, oh, you wanted beauty and now you have no hair or some dumb bullshit like (laughs) that. Like. I think it's going to be something now like that. Now your fingernails have chipped. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh, you were so shallow and all you cared about was beauty and now you have none of it. And it's it, uh, it's going to be annoying. That would be fitting. Yeah, it's going to be super annoying and I'm not going to like it, but I think that's what they might do with Taylor. I could see that. I have a serious theory. Oh, do you? <laughs> Again, coming back with the crack pick, Golden Eagle coming to beat up Tobias. <gasps> We knew someone who morphed Golden Eagle. Could it be David? What? <laughs> what? Oh what? my God. This Golden Eagle came out of nowhere. And I know Tobias has said on a couple of occasions, like, Golden Eagle's the natural predator uh-huh, of hawks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love Just this theory. Weird. I love this theory so much. I don't know how it would work, but if it does, I'm so Cryac. Cryac oh. said, I can do the same thing that Elemis can do. We should start calling them Cryac fix. <laughs> Tobias gets to morph again. So yeah. can David. So he's like permanently a rat, but he still has all his other morphs. Oh my God. Please give that to me immediately. It just was so like, it just felt like it was trying to be subtle, but it really wasn't. Mm. See, I, it was subtle you know? enough. I didn't pick up on it at all. Mm. We only know one golden eagle. And who would just randomly attack Tobias in the middle? Let me. With other humans raining. standing there. 
it like, was raining yeah, fucking weird you're right Thank he was a healthy hawk flying in the sky during a rainstorm and this golden eagle came out of nowhere it's david super <laughs> sus and it was close enough like because there were other humans there that were close enough to yeah. rescue tobias like that's super sus behavior for a bird i agree i agree Mm. Mm. Keep an eye out for Golden Eagles. Golden Eagle Watch. See if there's any suspicious rats in any upcoming books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Go back and see if there were any in the past. It's probably nothing, but you know, it it could be be. something. I like it. Here for it. (laughs) I think that's it for this episode. All right. Um, Next week, uh, we are going to be finishing up Anna's highland time slip romance unit with a highlander for christmas by sandy blair and then the week after that we'll be back with another morphs monday with animorphs number 44 the unexpected mm-hmm. expect it because it's unexpected mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> in the meantime if you have any animorph series theories you would like to share at us Share at us, share with us, either one. You can tweet at us at ShuffleWareCast or email us ShuffleWareCast at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. I know I haven't done so recently, Um, but I did try to revive our Instagram account uh, at ShuffleWareCast on Instagram. And we had someone share an interesting theory with us in the comments Mm. there about um, perhaps K.A. Applegate, submitted the the titles for the books in the incorrect order so you should go check that out by looking at our instagram account and following it and liking all the pictures (laughs) as always thank you to ben cope for the use of our theme song you can check out his youtube channel in our show notes below and we are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms so if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those you definitely should otherwise you are probably david yeah who knows who knows where he could be yeah you know they they assumed he was dead but we didn't get an on the page death so i've been david this whole time oh fuck (laughs) i just revealed to everyone (laughs) your secret your secret now you're gonna kill me if you use apple Podcasts, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review but if you don't that's all right because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like uh in the words of ka applegate I'm sick and tired of this are we doing the right thing self-doubt crap, she announced in thought speak that everyone but Taylor could hear. The Yerks are killing people. They're destroying Earth. Hello? What's gotten into you guys? If someone starts shooting up your town and you shoot back in self-defense, do you ask if it's justified? All right, Rachel, you're losing me a little bit there. With Taylor? Hold on, my microphone just fell down. Uh-oh. Uh, y- I have to raise that boy back up. <laughs> Smacked right into my boobs, too. It was great. Um, I'm probably going to have Good a audio. bruise. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy that sexy boob smack, y'all. <laughs> That's for Patreons only. <laughs> um.